Hello folks, hello. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, it is my second episode that I am now recording. Um, today I am joined by one of my greatest friends, AJ Draper. He uh, is the son of Donald Draper, as the legend is told. Uh, he is one of my favorite drinking partners and he is also, um, well, a history nerd just like I am myself. So this is honestly probably my favorite episode that I was super excited to record. Uh, today we will be talking about Alexander the Great and his conquest of really the Persian Empire and everything that he was just notorious for. This is just going to be a full-on session. Everything that we could talk about with Alexander the Great, we are going to talk. So with that being said, I would like to introduce my dear friend, AJ Draper. AJ, say hello. Hey, Kyle. Thanks a lot for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Nice, nice. So I honestly just want to kind of not really uh, dance around this bullshit. Um, I'm really interested in just fucking getting after it. Let's just start from the beginning with Alexander the Great. Um, so I want you to kind of kick us off, which... I don't know much about his early life. Everything that I have read about Alexander the Great is like really up until about the age 13, there isn't really much known about what he did other than being really the son of King Philip. Yeah, yeah. That's really all that matters. Like Philip had his conquest and then he was the son and then when uh, Philip died, Alexander pretty much got pissed and that's when like he actually consolidated his power, and that's when we obviously know what he did as leader of the Macedonians. Yeah. So, like, for his early life, I don't really have much on that, because there isn't much to go off of it. There isn't, and that's everything that, that was out there, too, is they were always saying it was, like, uh, really up until he was about 13, and the only reason 13 is relevant is because that's when... Uh, his dad had Aristotle, who I'm sure everybody in the world knows who Aristotle is. 2,500 years later, the man is still world famous. I mean, talk about fame, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Can you imagine? 2,500 years after your death. If that doesn't make you as a person feel insignificant about your life, holy shit. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, oh, my God. I know who I am in 100 years, let alone 2,500 years yeah, I'll be and happy if my great-grandkids remember yeah. me. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. but anyway, so, like, he, that that's why he's not really written about until the 13th. But, um, so I guess kind of going into a, a prequel, if you will, King Philip, he was actually an incredible leader and ruler as well, which goes under the radar just because his son was so fucking fantastic. Um... But, like, I guess to kind of give a little backstory, I know you know a whole lot. Um, you know, I can kind of give the bullet points right now. But as far as King Philip, he had the Persian Empire uh, way before he was around. The, everybody knows the story 300. That was, like, way before King Philip, too. So Persia and yeah. Greek have had a battle for, what, hundreds of years before yeah. that? Something like that. Hundreds of years, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the whole battle of the 300, and then they got fought off, I, I can't remember, what, Spain? Or not Spain, fuck, my geography's off. <laughs> uh, Sparta fought them off, right? Like, as they got close to Sparta? Yeah. Yeah, it was Sparta and the Athenians against the uh, Persians. Okay. Uh, and then, 
and then what happened? I can't remember much after, like, there was a gap. Can you tell me what happened with that? Like, so there was a gap. Like, you remember the, the whole 300? They fight in the 300. They beat them after three days, which, holy fuck. Oh, my God. 300 people for three days. They actually fought off that army. That's insane. Um, and then yeah. they, they burned Athens, right? Ridiculous. What, what was that? They burned Athens, right? The they, they have. Not 100% sure. Okay. Um, and then, like, they get down, and then they get repelled. I don't know how they got repelled. Do you remember how they got repelled? Just finally, like, the no. Greek army, the Greek army just, like, finally fought back and beat them or something like that. And then it was, like, 50 years after that, and then the rise of King Philip, Alexander's dad, um, takes reign of Macedonia, which is, like, northern Greece. And then he just, he had a grand plan to beat the Persian army. I don't know how he united, though, the Greeks. Do you know how he united the Greeks? I don't really know. I just know that he, like, had this plan to take over the Persians, pretty much, and just, like, conquest them. Yeah. That was, like, his grand scheme. Um, and then... Okay, so here, here's your uh, your boy, finally 13, uh, being tutored by Aristotle, yada, 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 all that. Um, I would like, AJ, take us down the wonder hole, because his first battles were like at, what, 18? Yeah, yeah, he was, pretty, was like early 20s for the entire time he was doing his, his conquest, which I just think is fantastic. He's younger than either of us are right now, and he was very close to being undefeated. He was a tactical genius, but what's really interesting, and like his reason. I wait, 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 wait. Sorry, you said pretty close to being undefeated. Who did he lose to? I thought the whole thing about Alexander the Great was he was undefeated. I guess there was one battle. Like he was really close to dying in one battle. I can't remember the exact battle. It was like a siege where where he got kind of like, like cocky and then like jumped down onto like the front lines, onto like the um the castle wall, and then someone got like a really good hit on him, and he was really close to dying. So like I I count that not as a full victory. Oh okay, so you're you're just disputing. Was it with? I think it was one where he because. I know there's two battles in particular where he came really close to dying. Now, I didn't know that he got cocky and jumped down. That's actually interesting, but also falls in line with everything that I read about Alexander the Great. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, he... Yeah, it was much better in his conquest, so it's like he already thought he was a god and everything like that. So yes, like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I yeah. can't die. Yeah, that was right before... Um, that was right before... Give me... I actually remember, I was just reading about this. Um, I don't know, but it was, I can't read the map I'm pulling up right now. Oh, it was like at Marcadian or something like that. It was somewhere up north, it was towards the end. Yeah, he got stabbed in like the chest or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, he, yeah, yeah. she was like stabbed and was really close to that. I can't remember the battle. I'm looking through my notes that I have now. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember hearing about that, actually, but I didn't know, <laughs> I thought it was just because he was just, like, in the middle of a fight and he got stabbed. I didn't know he, like, charged the front line and was all, all right, let's just do this, we gotta end this now, and then just gets fucked. <laughs> I have it right here, the, um, Maloy, that's M-A-L-L-O-I, 
yeah. in the winter of 326 to 7. I had to hear that Alexander was on top of the wall by himself being shot by arrows, and then he heroically jumped down and fight a swarm of attackers, and then he takes a nearly fatal arrow to the wall and is eventually aided and taken out of battle. <laughs> Dude, so, that's like some actual like movie shit. Like, he was literally doing, like, movie shit. Like, things you're, like, in your in these movies, and you're, like, the movie Troy, you're like, oh, no fucking way he's able to do this. Yeah. He's literally fucking doing this. It reminds me of the Battle of the Bastards from Game of Thrones when Jon Snow is just, like, like, standing directly against all the horses coming at him. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, just, for like, sure. One guy against the whole army. He doesn't and that's care. That's why I love Alexander. He's just fucking cocky. Oh yeah, dude. He, I mean, that was like also kind of like, I mean, as it always is, right? The fall of him, um, like, because he started just to believe the fact that he was chosen by God. I mean, how can you disagree with it though? At that time, like, think about the simple, like, how simple-minded people people were back then. Like, dude, this guy is literally beating an army that was thought to be unbeatable. He's conquering more land than has ever been conquered before. He's pushing the what they know as, you know, the end, edge of the world. And how can you not believe the tale, believe in your own tale? It's like Felicity, like, she comes out of that fire with three dragons. Like, how do you not believe your destiny? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like he did the impossible, and then we passed that. So, like, when he has... People saying that, oh my god, you're a god, and everything like that. Eventually, he's going to start to believe it. Exactly. Like, how do you know? Especially at a time back then, when, like, like all the gods were, were, like, obviously a huge part of their culture. So, so like, he thought he was, like, the son of the, like, some Egyptian god I was reading today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard yeah. that he also, like, yeah, he would always claim he was, like, he named himself, like, a demigod. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that 100%. <laughs> 100%. And like, I love, too, about him is he he honestly was just, like, he really was, you know, like, the tales of Achilles and Hercules and stuff like that, right? These Greek myths were, they were, even back then, they were, like, myths. Like, nobody actually saw Hercules fight and, like, you know, Achilles, although Achilles was actually probably the first true um, yeah. great warrior. So I guess uh, Achilles was actually true. But a Hercules, like, that can't, I don't think that's ever true. Like, nobody ever fucking saw Hercules fight. Achilles, no, no. though, was different. It was just a story. Achilles was, at least to my knowledge, very real. Yeah, I thought he was very real, to be honest, too. Yeah. Um, so then Alexander the Great, but then wouldn't Alexander, I feel like Alexander the Great would then have been a bigger myth and lure than Achilles because... Achilles was just an incredible warrior, while Alexander the Great was an incredible warrior and a ruler. He was even a better tactician, though. If you look at some of his battle strategies, where like he just tries to make a small gap into the um, like front lines of the Persians, and then just infiltrate that, and then have the cavalry going around to like swarm them. He was outnumbered in so many battles, but then. He just still won, and that's, that's the 
that is true. Yeah, because there was um, there was the one where he let he would just trap you too. He fought. Um, I'm gonna. I it it reads Darius his name, but it's like Darcius or something. The king, the Persian king. I have Darius. Yeah. Yeah. Darius. Yeah. Um. He does like one where Alexander the Great takes his right flank and he just rides hard to the right, making it look like he was going to try and encircle his giant army. And then <laughs> the guy orders to mirror it and leaving a massive hole in his army. And it was exactly like what you said. It was exactly what he wanted. Yeah. And then he just like bullied it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was incredibly smart. Very bold strategy just to like, the enemy away and then just go and infiltrate it. It's very bold, but effective. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they really yeah, they, were. They're definitely, they don't, like, they wouldn't even know that like, the oldest move in the book is, hasn't been written yet. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah. To them, it's not the oldest book uh, trick in the book. It's the first trick in the book. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, fuck. Alexander, Alexander the Great, the creator of the juke move. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was. That's all he was. He invented it. Yeah, he invented the juke. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. But he was a brilliant... Uh, they also had his dad, King Philip, they had a weapon that they created that nobody else had seen, and all it was was like a even longer spear. Oh, the Yeah, and it was just yeah. like an 18-foot spear that was, that's all it was. It was just an 18, it was a longer spear, and that was, like, game-changing. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it, yeah, it was like, the normal spears were, what, like, 8 feet? Yeah. But I think it's really interesting about Alexander's um, battle strategies over the course of his campaigns is the fact that, like, he started out with his conquest against the Persians, and, like, he was doing everything by the books, like, on his uh, main advisor, Parmenios, like, on, hey, we could attack them at night, and then Alexander said, no, I don't want to do that, that's a cheap move. But then, like, just a couple of years later, he was at a river, and then, like, it was like a multi-night long battle where he would just always pretend to um, charge, and then they would always goes to defend the river and then there'd be nothing there. So so it was kinda of like a boy who cried wolf and then eventually he actually charged them once they stopped believing it. Wow. So so like it, it's really interesting to see how he goes from like very structured and original as opposed to just like doing whatever it takes to win. Yeah, just kinda of like going off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he becomes more ruthless. Oh yeah, definitely. He becomes a lot more ill-tempered towards people who he knows. And that's probably what we were going back to. to like, he thought he was a god. So if you disappoint a god, you're going to be executed. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He, that was the other thing about him, too, is he was so fucking ill-tempered. Yeah. That was the thing about like, him, is... He didn't trust anybody. But rightfully so, though. Back then, people, like, 
poison people all the time. Assass- I mean, his dad was fucking assassinated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so a- after yeah, that, he and, he, and how he got power too, was he had to fucking kill all these other, <laughs> he assassinated all these people, all these generals and stuff who were going to probably try and go for power. And he assassinated them before they could make a move. And he just claimed the throne. So like, yeah, <laughs> you got to remember, yeah. you're like, okay, now for the rest of my life, I'm looking over my shoulder. Yeah, exactly. So, so like, uh, yeah, I don't blame Alexander for that because, like, he's the most powerful man and probably the most hated man in all of Asia. So, like, he's definitely not that. I'd be watching his shoulder all the time. Yeah. Dude, I mean, in looking at what he conquered, too, was kind of insane. So he conquered pretty much, like, all of Greece, part of North Africa, and then, like, really all of the Middle East... And then uh, into India. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, he went really far. Yeah. Much farther than he ever intended. And the only reason he had to turn back is because his soldiers were like, dude, we came out here to conquer Persia, and we did that years ago. Let's, yeah. let's go home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he just kept pushing the limits. And exactly, it was the only reason that he turned around. And then he had to, like, deal yeah. with, like, running his empire, and he, he was just... <laughs> He was like a boyfriend who knew, didn't really want to go back home because he knew he was going to get yelled at by his girlfriend. He <laughs> <laughs> was just like, I don't want to go back. Like, let me just keep conquering and I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. And then he just it finally was forced to. drunk at a bar and then saying, one more drink. <laughs> just one more they're like, dude, you're not even standing up. You're on all fours right now. And he's all, I can take it. <laughs> oh, my God. But he was he was a savage, though. I mean, I will give him credit, too, which was always so funny. Was He was always on the front lines with um, his soldiers. Like, he, his, generally, his squadron was, like, the main focal point of his attack, too. It was insane. Yeah. He was absolutely yeah, insane. Yeah. Going back to his savagery, I think one of my absolute favorite things about him is just the fact that, like, pretty much regardless of any historian you read, they're, they're all going to be like, oh, yeah, Alexander was drunk so often. Oh, yeah. He would just do stupid shit when he was drunk. <laughs> one of the greatest drinkers. It was everything I read on, too. I read this story. I don't know if it was myth or, or like, true fact, but there was a thing when he was starting to conquer parts of India. He was trying to involve, like, introduce his culture and stuff like that to theirs. One thing about Alexander the Great, though, too, is he was always inviting of other cultures. Like, that was also kind of what got him in trouble with Greek is he took on too much of a Persian persona. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, and then so he gets these people, and he's like trying to show them the Olympics, but they didn't really know sports, so he gets them drinking. And he, and like one of his generals, 
do a drinking contest and 42 Indian people died because <laughs> they didn't drink very much. And his like soldiers just killed them with drinking. And then his guy who won the contest died like four days later from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> That's the under a little bit, but I'm sure the basis of it is there. I'm sure. The I'm sure. It yeah. probably wasn't 42. It probably was something like maybe 10 people in the contest. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still the whole premise of that. Like, you can't make something up like that. That has to be real at some point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And especially because he was a drinker, too. He was a fucking master. He was always drunk. It was like at the end of the night, he'd end his day with drinking. God, could you imagine, too, being so fucking hammered, and then the next day, you're just so hungover... And you have to get up, and you're just, like, going to go fight <laughs> with yeah. your life. Yeah, I don't know how he did it. It must have been some, like, really high-quality, low-sugar wine that doesn't give you hangovers. Yeah, I, I maybe. Yeah. 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 Oh. I think it's really funny. After he took um, Persepolis, the um, Persian capital, yeah. everyone was telling him, Alexander, don't burn it down. I know you want to. Just please leave this city up. And he's like, okay, okay. Got pissed drunk in, 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 a, in a bar and then burnt the whole city to the ground. Or at least, like, the on palace. Only to impress a girl. That's at least, like, one source. But I'd like to go that source because that story is just hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I feel like back then you just kind of kind of assume almost everything is probably half true. So, like, even if that story oh, yeah. is, like, that story is probably true on some level. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there are, like, other historians who say, like, oh, no, he actually wanted to burn it down. But then there are other sources. So, but, like, there's so many different sources from back then that you don't know what is the true now. <laughs> well, I mean, I, so I was reading into this story of a drunken fight of his with, um, like, one of his top generals, do you remember his oh, name? Yeah. Some it was something the black. It was like Sir Cyclos is his name. I have it right here. Yeah, Cyclos, right? Or something like that. Anyways. I don't know the Cyclos guy. It's on Plato's. In the battle of um Grandis River, the the first major battle against Persia, Plato's That's his actually name. Actually yeah. saved Alexander's life. And yeah. then, like a few years later, Alexander killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading into the the how he killed him. It was literally just like it sounded just like two absolute drunks just bitching at each other, and then Alexander just happened to kill him. It was literally just a bar fight. Yeah, it turned. It was a bar fight that turned like way too dangerous, and he ends up yeah. killing the guy. But he. And then he ended up, like, crying and mourning. Like, he actually didn't want to kill him. He just did. Because he was just so angry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, he definitely regretted it from what I could read. Oh, but, like, yeah. Also, I kind of feel bad for Unplaytos, but it's like, he can't really fight back. He's not going to try and kill Alexander. So he just kind of has to, like, be executed at that rate. Yeah, but... Either he dies or he is charged with assassination and he dies. I don't know, though. Back then, like, if he had killed Alexander the Great, he might have just been the new ruler, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's one of those alternate history things that I 
Right. Definitely an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. I killed the god. Now I'm the god. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Only a god can kill a god. So I'm the king yeah. now. Bow down. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, dude. I I think. Who Who knows? But. It was like one of those things too, where it looked. From what I read, it was they got separated, and then like um, his general—I can't remember his fucking name. Honestly, it's just I can't pronounce it, and I don't care to learn it. But his general was like being pulled away, and like said something smartass, and uh, Alexander just took his spear and hucked it at him. Yeah, literally, they were just in a bar. But his general was egging him on the whole time because his general the whole time was off. You only conquered this because your dad set you up so good. And then he was just getting angrier and angrier. And then, because he was like a general for his dad. So he was like older than Alexander, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he was there before Alexander. He was doing like campaigns for his dad in Greece trying to take over. Oh, for sure. So he kept, yeah, he was just prodding him. And then yeah. finally just backfired. But he liked him. I mean, I don't know. But, yeah. It's funny, too, because yeah. I, I always, it wasn't until really King Philip and then, like, really Alexander the Great that Macedonians became, like, an incredible powerhouse in fighting. Because back then it was always just Sparta. The Sparta was known as being like the badass fighting unit of Greece, and then yeah, know, exactly. But they were only a city state; they never even got close to doing what Alexander did. Exactly, or even Philip, for that matter. Yeah, Philip, because Philip conquered pretty much all of Greece, but he left Sparta alone. He didn't fight yeah, Sparta. Don't fuck with the Spartans. Yeah, he didn't fuck with the Spartans because they were great fighters, yeah. but um, and they they did end up getting sacked. By them later on, because like King Aegis or something uh, revolted against Alexander, and Alexander sent like one of his generals, and they just destroyed him mm-hmm. later on. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was uh, it was like when Alexander, I think he'd already defeated the Persian Empire at that point, or was getting close to. Um, people were pissed at like Alexander calling him a tyrant, and. So King, it was like King Aegis II of Sparta um, started leading a revolt, and one of his top generals, who was still uh, stationed in like their capital in Macedonia, just went down with his army and just crushed it and killed uh, the king in the process, and they ended up taking Sparta. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like later in Alexander's career, like life. That makes sense, yeah. But yeah, they for like the most part, they pretty much just sounded like they just left him alone until that revolt. Like they didn't, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't fight him. They didn't care. It kind of like left him as their own territory. Yeah, because like, don't mess with the big force that's on the other side of the, the sea right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but then like his dad took over Greece, and then he pretty much. It was funny too, because like 
Dude, when he gets full possession of the Empire, he's, what, like, 20, 21? And then just immediately starts his conquest of taking over the Persian Empire, which at that point was the largest empire the world had ever seen. Yeah, that's extremely ambitious of him, but, I mean, he did it in, what, like, three or four years? Yeah, something like that. He defeated him, like, three or four years, something like that. Maybe five. Maybe five at the longest, but, like, battle after. And King Darius, he only fought him twice. They only ever fought really twice, and he lost both times. Like, major battles. Yeah. Yeah, there was, um, Granicus River was the first one, and then Hissus was the second one, and then Agalgamela was the third battle. So it was, like, three battles over the course of three years. Three or four years. Yeah, it was like he would defeat him, and then King Darius would, like, kind of retreat back north, like, northeast, and then... He would, like, Alexander would then, like, until he would find out where he was, he would just start conquering all of his land, and then he would catch wind of where King Darius was, and he would go ride to him and try and fight him again. And then he'd beat him in battle, and then he wouldn't be able to know where he is, and then he would just start conquering all his land in the meantime. And then he would find out where he is, and then he'd go fight him again. (laughs) Yeah, it was just a vicious cycle of, where's Darius? Okay, Darius, I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah, exactly. But he also, like, to his credit, like, which circling back to remember what we were talking about, how he was as, like, a a ruler, I mean, he pretty much, he was a very accepting um, ruler. Like, he was, he was very big into Persia and and their uh, culture, and he was even adapting it himself, and he influenced, um, I mean, a lot of his Persians, like, you, you know, he would try and get them to adapt to Greek culture while also accepting the Persian culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was very good at being like a melting pot, which was good for the Persians because they could still keep some of their culture. But yeah. at the end of the day, it also bit him in the ass because a lot of his Greek soldiers didn't want to adopt the Persian culture that they hate. Exactly. And so it was bad on yeah. his end with the Greeks. And it was still back then where it was like, I don't know, like, there, it was, it was super tribalism, so it was like, they don't, you know, they would see him, like, being Persian or adapting to Persian cultures, and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're not Persian. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? And, but he was very good at, like you said, being a melting pot for those cultures. Um, and I, I would... It's hard to say. I would say is why the Persian Empire, like you said, it was why the Persian Empire stuck together for so long while he was ruling it, and it didn't fall apart. Like it, it went to shambles immediately, like right after he died. But um, it kind of was like why the empire held for so long, and then like his Greek counterparts really couldn't do anything because they were always just fighting. And he was just conquering all these lands at all times. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. He, what was it? Oh, Battle of Tyre, the island. Oh, yeah. Dude, it took him forever to finally beat him. I don't even remember how he beat him. I don't remember too much about it. I just remember it was like a um, big siege. And, and like he did a lot of new 
stuff with like the um, siege weapons and everything like that. And it was just, it, it took forever, I remember. Yeah, it was something like seven months or something like that. Battle, battle, yeah. like, it was like Tyree or something. And it was yeah. insane. It was, it was basically him conquering this island, which was so hard to conquer because, like you said, like there was no way to get his army to that island. And every time they did, they would just like burn the shit out of it. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Like, it was just so easy, because you could see it coming from forever. And then it wasn't like, eventually they just needed a navy. They realized that they needed a navy, and their navy finally like, came over or something like that and helped them out. But he was, he was, like, trying to build, he, I remember there was something like a story that he, he, like, cut down all these trees that he could, and he literally just tried to make a giant bridge. <laughs> Yeah, that does sound familiar. Yeah, I do remember that. And then they just, as soon as they got near the end, the uh, the people in the like the, on the island of Tyree, they just started shooting flaming arrows at it and burned his bridge. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> we just... were so close to finishing this bridge, and now yeah, we can only go so far. Oh, God, that yeah. would just suck. And then it would eventually just burn the whole bridge, you wouldn't think, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so fucking hilarious. Um, but, I mean, so, dude, he's 23. The thing, too, about him is he was... Dude, think about how far he traveled, too. Imagine, and here's the other thing, too, is thinking about it in the sense that you're you're walking and or you're on a horse. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You're either walking or you're on a horse, and um, they were walking from, let's just say, northern Greece, right? Imagine walking from northern Greece to yes. Egypt, yeah. but or Egypt that because he went also into North Africa. So imagine that fucking distance. Yeah. And dude, yeah, that. In between that whole walking, you're getting in. You've probably been in, let's say, five battles. <laughs> oh yeah. In that distance, at least, at least five battles, maybe yeah. ten skirmishes, some late fighting, just practice work, <laughs> and then you're know, fighting off some rebels on the way out, and then uh, you probably walked. That I mean, that's just that's got to be what a thousand miles. 2,000 miles, 3,000 miles? Multiple, I don't know the exact distance, but... Something it's, it's, like it's that. It's also the distance, and then also think of the terrain, too, because they're going through, like, like either deserts or, like, mountains sometimes. Yeah. And having to deal with a massive army going through terrain like that can't be easy. I remember there was one time he was going through, like, a huge desert, and, like, people thought that it was going to be the end of his conquest just because his army would just die. Yeah. I don't remember exactly when it was. I want to say it was like close to the end of the first campaign. Yeah, no, no, no. It was on their way back. It was when he was going back and he finally had to deal with, um, I do remember, I just watched a video on this actually last night. It was like on the way back from, um, they had gone all the way to 
pretty much like the Tigris River, I think it was. And they were marching back through what is now Pakistan. And they were going through like a de- there was a desert in there. And like half his army was gone because they took ships and they went into the Persian Sea and went back to the capital of Persia. And like he took his other half of the army and walked all the way back and they ended up like Yeah, losing like a shit ton of people in that army. And through yeah. that desert. Like they were just he killed off like a quarter of his army just walking through that desert. Here's the thing about that, like just think of how many resources it would take to have the right provisions for that army for one day. For one day. Let too. alone Yeah. Let alone like taking them on like a multi what, week trek through that desert. Like, yeah, that that's ridiculous. I'm sure Alexander wasn't walking like the rest of them. He was probably riding a horse or or something like that. So, so he was just pretty, but <laughs> he probably, he, That motherfucker, too, he probably did have somebody carry him. And then his horse was just walking on his own. Nobody got to sit on his horse and he was being carried. That definitely sounds like something he would do. A hundred percent. No way he didn't. No. Um, but no, he, yeah, dude, he, he was, he was just absolutely, um, he just didn't care. Like, he, he kind of, and this is where he got called a tyrant, and it's like, it's, he's not really a tyrant, he just, that's all he knew, because that's, that was his destiny, it was like, but then he fulfilled his destiny, he kind of didn't really have much more to do, so he goes, alright, well, let's just see what's on the other side of the world, and just conquer it, yeah. like, why not, like, we've I've never, this yeah, I've, I've never lost yeah. a battle, why wouldn't I go and conquer all that? Uh, I, I mean, you you get to that point. It's like that thing. It's like you have a goal, and it's like once you hit that goal, you're like, "Oh man, this is incredible!" And then after that goal, you're like, "Well, now what?" Just get drunk with power. Yeah, and now you're like, "Now what?" Well, all right, let's just continue to do even better at this. Um, yeah. But yeah, he ended up coming back, lost like a quarter of his army, and then. Really, really until, like, what, the last couple years of his life, he was fighting, and then, like, last year, he probably was, like, really kind of just ruling his state, and then he was, like, going to try and go out and conquer again, and then he ended up dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I'll have one, yeah. Which, can we just acknowledge, what a way to go, honestly. That's just so upsetting at that, so, like, the greatest military leader of all time, at least to that point for sure, and then he just gets sick and dies. <laughs> it's just so anticlimactic. It is. It's like it's like the epitome of El Elvis being found dead on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. So what's even more frustrating is that like. Alexander's empire collapsed, or like, not even collapsed, like, got divided even quicker than it was built. Oh, dude, like, within five minutes after his death, all of his generals started going, well, I want this territory, and I want this territory, yeah. and I want this territory. Yeah, literally, right after his death, and then, yeah, it just, like, never got reunited after that, so it's, it's, a, it's a real shame, because 
everything he built, his legacy was destroyed immediately after his death. Yeah. Yeah, and here's the thing, too. It was like, I mean, they always try to throw in because they don't know truly how he died. They don't truly know how he died if it was, like, a fever, malaria, like, there was typhoid. Like, there was all those, you know, diseases back then they didn't have vaccines for and you know, making sense that he's traveled to all these fucking different countries, probably slept with all these different types of men and women, and, you know, um, at that time, I mean, you got to imagine he probably picked up a virus or something, and then... Oh, yeah, definitely. And then... Yeah, and... But then they always like to throw in there, they're all, oh, we're poisoned. You're like, I mean, yeah, maybe, but... Honestly, back then, probably more than likely, just a disease got him. <laughs> I would say he probably yeah. died. They said, like, malaria, which would make sense. Um, I mean, I, that would make a lot of I sense. I believe that. That's probably the most believable thing. Either that or, like, a, a fever, which back then could easily kill you. Oh, yeah, because they didn't know, like, drink water, so... That was him conquering too, because like he was fighting at young age. You know what I mean? Like he was yeah. fighting in the battles when his dad was king. And yeah, well, I, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even think about um, Philip. You're right. Insane. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine just for him nonstop too? Like you're just if you're not battling, you're walking to your next battle. Stuff like in the 70s, it was pretty fucking wild. 
talking about, but that might be there was some other instances where, where it was just like trucks navigating with their shoulders to like the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, like I think you're actually right. I think it was more hit or miss. Like, I think there was like where the cities were, they were very nice and probably semi tropical, and then yeah. um, like everywhere else was either weird mountainous terrain. And then, uh, like you said, desert. So just probably yeah. giant, probably something similar like giant oasis or something. Yeah, probably. Like, once you got to, like, a new location to actually, like, conquer, it was probably pretty nice. Some rest, some, like, like, nice water. And then in between, I would want to do that for more than a day. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. Oh. But... You know it's got to be awesome though. <laughs> Could you imagine being down like at, in the back, back of the line of like this forty thousand person army, and you're at the back of the line, and you know the first five thousand have already seen the water, and then you just <laughs> you're still walking, and you're like, motherfucker, man, when the fuck are we gonna hit water? Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because I wonder how far back they are. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh. My so annoying like oh and yeah no idea that they're like literally 15 minutes away from water <laughs> they're about to start seeing water in like 20 minutes or like five minutes of it being passed down the line they're still like five minutes out they're like oh my god there's water ahead oasis oasis i don't think wouldn't want to be at the back of the army that's for sure oh yeah Dude, I don't even know back then what, I'll be honest, unless I had, unless you have, like, the skill of, like, Alexander the Great or one of his generals or something like that, like, more often than not, we're talking about, you guys are going to be on the, the average person's going to be on the front, front line, front three lines, where all the killing's being done. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. That's You're on the vanguard, in the front charge, yeah, that would, would suck, especially back then, just like the way warfare was. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Not want to be in the front. Yeah, exactly, because it's like, you are, if you're in the front line, you're like, fucking hope I make it through today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's just yeah. a very good chance. That's like, it blows my mind. In, like, the 1800s, with the invention of the guns, how people would literally just stand across from each other and shoot. <laughs> and you would just hope you didn't get hit. Yeah. <laughs> literally just, like, charging and just pray to God that someone was aiming at you, yeah. <laughs> and you just... And they just stood there. It, they would just stand there and just look at each other. Aim, fire! And then you would just see, like, half these guys drop. And then you're like, dude, why are you guys in Why are you guys in a line? Just <laughs> letting them aim at you. Like, come on. What are you, spread out. <laughs> spread out. Make it harder. That's probably the stupidest form of, of warfare that our world has ever seen. Oh, dude. Yeah. So dumb. Because it's like they didn't, they still had the old school mentality of warfare, like within their, um, 
like tactics, their tactics had not caught up to the technology. Exactly. That's a perfect way of describing it, yeah. And they're still trying to do like the phalanx or something like that. Yeah, and, and you're like, dude, and that's why like what, uh, you know, I guess would also kind of make uh, George Washington such a brilliant commander, but which is so funny is because he kind of went to a guerrilla warfare style, which really hindered them because they were so basic by the book fighting the British and what kind of like really helped him was going to a guerrilla. Because it was yeah. just like something they had never prepared for and made it harder for them to shoot. And so, you know, because they were spread out, things like that. So, but, you know, yeah, they haven't shot shooters and stuff everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, he's getting sidetracked. But that was probably. Alexander the Great, I'll get back onto the point. Alexander the Great, big tactician, um, brilliant, brilliant tactician for the world. That I mean, obviously, a lot of that you have to imagine came from uh, Aristotle. Like probably his teachings probably had a lot to do with how he was as a tactician. Oh yeah, probably so much stuff back then all came back to some Socrates, but mostly Aristotle. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, so there was Socrates, Aristotle, and Plato, right? There was Socrates, Plato, Aristotle. Aristotle was the last one. Aristotle was the last of the three brilliant men. Okay. Yeah, yeah and like he was different because he kind of like broke off a lot of the things that Socrates and Plato were preaching. So he kind of went against okay. the grain. Yeah. Kind of sort of, but like, I know for like psychology, um, Socrates and Plato were saying that like the mind is not separable from the body or something like that. And then Aristotle was like, no, you're wrong. They're actually like separate. Or like, like something along those lines, which like looking back on it doesn't really matter. It's all just random philosophy that can be proved. But still <laughs> just like an interesting example to see how you just like go against Yeah, he challenged the status quo sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what you need, though. That's like kind of what makes it um, really brilliant. Um, it makes you, I mean, like we said, stand out for 2,500 years. Um, you know, but back then it's kind of like funny. Like, I wonder how intelligent Socrates, Pluto, and... Aristotle would be today. You know what I mean? Well, I don't. I've never even thought of that. Like, if we brought them into the our world, or not even that, like, just sat them down and I don't know, gave them some sort of test. I don't know if there was a, a way to do right. There's, I don't know a way to be able to do that. But like, I wonder how they would compare to the average person today. Yeah, assuming they had like enough information and knowledge about like like modern day, um, or just like literally pick up Socrates from back then and plot him here. I think I like that one better. You pick up Socrates, plot him here, and he just not like tries to adapt to the world. Like assuming he knows, like okay, this is a modern time, and he can like be willing to accept that, like. 
so his mind doesn't just fucking melt. <laughs> but like, yeah. <laughs> imagine just like dying, and then like you just wake up thousands of years later, and like, where am I? <laughs> I don't know that their minds would be able to handle that, but, um, like, I think you could always go back in time, and you'd be able to understand it because you've had history, right? You should know the, what it would be like back then, but, like, you have no idea what the fuck the future is like, so you have, like, you would just have to accept reality. There's no changing it, you know? So, yeah. going forward, yeah, you whatever it is, you just have to accept, and that's just, like, so fucking weird for mind, really. Yeah. I've always wondered what it would be like to have, like, Benjamin Franklin coming back and then, like, do a, some analysis on the state of our country today. Yeah. For real, though. Or, like, I mean, you could do something, like, I wonder, like, how Socrates, like, how would he talk to him about, I mean, imagine politics, science, like, explaining science to him. Like I, I want, yeah. I, I'm very interested on in how they would stack up against the average person today. I mean, if they were the most brilliant minds back then, I don't yeah, know. The brilliant mind back then is probably not saying a lot to today's standards. I don't know though, man. Like then again, he was just talking about philosophy and not like, like overall. Like I don't, dude. That's that's so confusing. I don't know. <laughs> My brain's hurting just thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of stupid people in the world. Maybe maybe they would stack up fine against the average person. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe if you're, like, having, like, a classic debate or something like that, you would be able to, like, like outsmart you just on his, like, wit. Because we really didn't have to know much about, like, the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how good he would be at math, right? Probably terrible. <laughs> seven times seven times nine uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> like what we're root of 69 we're root of 69 you <laughs> like well, I don't know what that means yeah if his teachings taught Alexander the Great a juke move I mean they can't be that high <laughs> they can't be that high level a picture of him like you know like cave drawing type things um and he's always like got the biggest eyes in the world i'm all, you know what he probably did <laughs> he probably did have the biggest eyes in the yeah. fucking world he probably was some goof looking guy i don't know yeah very well could have been i wonder what it, yeah that's a good one because, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, no, because probably King, back then the Greeks probably, they probably, um, they probably weren't really impressed with, like, kings or different people and stuff like that. Yeah. They probably all were, like, about trading wives from city to city and stuff. What was that? 
they were all about like trading wives from city to city, like marrying daughter off, their daughters off, I should say, to like unite and allies and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. I know Alexander got married. I I was looking for the wife's name. I couldn't remember it. But yeah, he got married to some like Persian princess or maybe like past Persia. Yeah, 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 yeah. He married. Um, her name was. Fuck, I'm actually just gonna look this up because I remember it too. Yeah, it's at the tip of my tongue. It starts with like. I want to say like a... Okay, yes, three. Roxana is the one I was thinking of. Yes, Roxana. Yeah, yes. Roxana. And then... Parasatis. I don't know if that pronunciation. Yeah, and then like later on he marries like two more at like some mass wedding because he forces his generals <laughs> to marry a bunch of Persians and then he marries like two more Persian wives too. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that... Uh, I, I, I just, I'm just down on Google. All three of his wives died the same year that Alexander did. Yeah. I think they were all mur- I know Roxana was murdered. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, Roxana and Alexander's son, uh, the fourth, so I don't know what the, fucking ha- what the fuck happened to his other two, but um, his, like, son and then Roxana were murdered. Because they didn't want them to like try and become, you know, king and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they didn't want like a, a successor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I once mean, he died, all, all the generals got those. Those like a paracord. Like they didn't want someone else to come and take it away from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. Like. He, they, they game planned immediately as they were dead. Like, his dead body probably was still right there, and they're already finding out who's going to yeah. take who. You know? Oh, yes, I got finally dead. Now it's my turn to take power. Exactly. They're exactly. probably just waiting for Alexander to die. Yeah. That's why they were forcing him to drink so much. <laughs> I don't know that force <laughs> is the right <laughs> word. <laughs> I think he was, yeah. uh, you can't force the willing. Um, but, uh, no, he, he was insane though. I mean, he, I don't know. I I kind of like, I, I just like talking about him because he would kind of do stuff at just like, he he was like the best at improv. Like he was so, he would just improvise all the time. He would just, whatever, we're just going to take, take this place over now as we're walking along. And it was like. But at some point, though, like, people would just end up surrendering to him. Like, they would just see him coming, and they'd be like, all right. Uh, on their part, I'm sure they've heard horror stories about oh, what happens yeah. when Alexander comes to town. Yeah, exactly. He gets yeah. drunk, and then he... He gets drunk, and then <laughs> bl- burns your city to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I found that was pretty fucking interesting when I was looking all this stuff up. Um, Alexander uh, the Great's golden tomb has never been found. Oh, yeah. Dude. What the fuck? How has there not been a movie about this yet? I mean, we have three shitty national treasure movies, and the only saving (laughs) grace of those movies was the fact that Nicolas Cage was a star. 
other than that, those movies were fucking shit. Um, and <laughs> it was very sarcastic, by the way. Yeah, no, the first one actually was good. Um, yeah. But uh, he, how has there not been a movie about this? Like, finding Alexander the Great's tomb. I feel like this would be a point that is, like, just hammered home. Yeah. His tomb could have been moved to Alexandria, and then it, it just, like, got caught in all the rubble. Yeah, because Alexandria burned down to the ground. So that would mean... That would mean this thing is, like, deep in the ground, then. Yeah. Dude. I don't know. Do people not know where know. the city of Alexandria is? I mean, that's... Yeah, Egypt. Yeah, Thanks. no, I know it's in, like, northern Egypt, yeah. but, like, do people not know if it's, like... Um, like, do they not know where the actual city of Alexandria, like, was marked? You know how, like, oh, you, you know, you can estimate where it is, but do they know where the exact location of the city was? Because if oh, you did... Oh, I don't know exactly. I'm sure someone had to guess. It's kind of like Troy, too. People have no idea where the city of Troy is. They just know it was across the Aegean Sea, pretty much where the Persian Empire was, right? Yeah, yeah. It was in, like, probably, like, Turkey, or, uh, uh, like, maybe that area. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, no one's been able to find the big city of Troy. Yeah. So, I wonder, like, these things have got to be found soon-ish, right? Like, you would imagine these are going to be found soon. If it even exists anymore, maybe it was destroyed, and we won't ever find it. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think of that. That seems like a pretty easy solution. Uh, yeah, because, like, well, finding the city of Troy, that would be very fucking hard. Like, that would be a very fucking hard task to do, to find a hidden city. But I feel like a tomb, especially a golden one, like, that's going to that's gonna still be around. Like, you're just trying to find a tomb in a city where old city was. I mean, that's just, like, something that's super buried deep. But if the city's been sacked, they probably... I don't know who they would be, but, but like, on someone... I was just, like, saw this. Oh, look, there's Alexander. I'm gonna take some stuff and sell it and, like, smelt it down and make some money. Yeah, because it did get robbed. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way to really know, but that's definitely a really good point to bring out, like, Because originally, like, when he died, his tomb was supposed to go back to his capital home in Greece, in Macedonia. But then um, it was, like, on its way, and it got robbed and moved to the city of Alexandria. And then the city burned down, and nobody ever found his tomb. Yeah. It was probably just destroyed. Or, like, when the city was, like, burning down, someone, I'm sure, went to the tomb of Alexandria looted it, and then destroyed it. That's, that's my guess, but I don't know. Probably a pretty good guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that they probably saw this giant thing of gold and started chipping away at it, and they're like, fuck, well, yeah. This is mine now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just shiny gold. They're all, ugh, there's a skeleton yeah. in here. <laughs> God. This is awful. <laughs> um... I would, I think, 
So I want to do this thing. Um, try and think. I want to think of my top three favorite things that I read about Alexander the Great. Uh, I would say one of my favorite things about Alexander the Great that I like did read about was uh, his probably not not just drunken battles, but like those are great stories, but probably like his just sheer balls to go out and say that he was a demigod and he started to believe it and he forced his generals i read this about him he was doing there's like some persian ritual where they bow pretty much like bow down to him and consider him a god and he wanted his yes yeah. <laughs> and he wanted his greek follower generals to do that and they were like uh what the fuck no <laughs> Yeah, we're not, we're not doing any of that. Yeah, I was just, I have it in my notes. I was just reading about it. Here you go. It's a Persian bowing ritual that Alexander wanted to start doing, where people are supposed to perform that bow, drink from a cup served by Alexander, and then exchange cases with him. <laughs> and it's basically acknowledging that he's a god. And his generals were like, we're not fucking doing there's no way. Yeah. Yeah, that, um, Calisthenes refused to uh, do that, um, ritual because he said, this is stupid, this is a Persian thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but, like, but, here, here's the other thing, too, back then, that, and he, he fought in all of his battles, too, right? You know, he fights in every single battle. Think oh, about yeah being able to last 12 years like back then it was all close hand-to-hand combat with fucking giant ass spears yeah you had protection on but like dude i mean he i I can't even think about how you're lasting and all that like i think about that and i'm like man if i was a soldier back then i feel like i'm lucky if we're going on a like a three-year campaign if i make it two years in that campaign like, I'm feeling like, holy shit, I've made it far. Yeah. I can't like, imagine like, it's, doing It's twice. definitely really impressive that, that he himself lasted that long when he was just going on conquests and just to conquer. Exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly. Like he was always really heavily involved in the battles, too. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like he was just back there making calls like, hey, you do this and that. And... His his units were ge- his units were generally like a focal point in attacks. I can't imagine that. Like like you said, he's had like two battles where he like really came close to dying, and one of them was very very early on in his uh, his quest. Could you imagine if his general hadn't cut that guy's arm? I mean, his whole we would have never heard of Alexander the Great. Oh yeah, yeah. that's all it took. He would have just been one paragraph in the history probably yeah exactly he had been just alexander the son of king philip yeah alexander the first yeah he would have been known for his he would have been known for his failure of trying to take over do his father's dream and take over the persian empire and dying in his first major battle yeah man what a letdown that would have been (laughs) what a letdown talk about not being able to perform under pressure um, how would the world have changed? Like, like how, how that affected like the Roman Empire, for example. Yeah, I don't know, but like Alexander the Great though never 
he never fought the Romans, you know what I mean? Like, he never went to that side of the world. He was just... That's, they like, the other thing. Him. What? Roman? The Romans were, like, like even... That no, 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 no. Dead. I'm saying, like, he didn't even go... I know that. Like, he wasn't around when they were... When, um... When their empire was, he was he was way before them. He was probably like a hundred, maybe fifty, sixty years before them. Probably like fifty, yeah. yeah, probably fifty years before them. But like he, I'm saying like he didn't even go to that part of the world. Like he didn't go to the Italian, oh, like to Italy okay, yeah, and all that, gotcha. where Rome like had conquered when their empire rose. He didn't go to that side. He pretty much stayed in. Um, he pretty much stayed like on the e- like from Greece all the way to India. Like he didn't go over there. You know what I mean? He was always on the east oh, yeah. side. Um, oh yeah. He just went to Asia and then just like kept going into Asia. He didn't and, really care about and, and like any of that other stuff. Yeah, I don't understand why either. You know what I mean? Probably because he was like, in all honesty, it was probably just because he was going one direction and wanted to just like like keep going until he hit the ocean. Yeah, and I mean, I guess the whole Persian Empire was pretty much on that side. Like, he conquered the Persian Empire, and that was, like, maybe, I would say, two-thirds of what his empire size was, was the Persian Empire yeah. that he had conquered. Um, yeah, no, he, yeah, he probably just wanted to get the whole continent. Yeah. Oh, 100%. He wanted to see yeah. how far he could take over of their empire. Um <clears throat> But that would have been interesting if he died in that first battle, like that guy hadn't saved his life. Because that first battle, like that guy hadn't saved his life. Because I remember I was reading or I was watching this documentary on him, and it was all um, he was he got teamed up on two on one, and one of the guys hit him in the helmet with his sword and took like a chunk out of his helmet, and it like I read that, yeah, yeah, and then. He, like, sprung up and speared the guy, and as he was, like, in the process of spearing him, the other guy was coming by to kill Alexander, and uh, that's when, like, his general had saved his life and cut that guy's arm off, which, what a fucking, yeah. what a move, holy shit, could you imagine, oh my fucking yeah. god, like, what a power play, like, you're just coming, that's, like, again, another movie thing. Your buddy's coming down, getting swung on, and you come up and just slice his arm off. His arm probably goes flying. Imagine the adrenaline going through that child's mind. Like, oh, oh my yeah. god, I just gave our leader and saved this conquest. Oh, single-handedly. yeah. Oh, and then you get thanked by getting killed by Alexander a few years later. <laughs> yeah, like eight years later, the man you just saved is going to take your life in a drunken fight because he's not going to know how to handle your insults. It's a power move on his part. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god. And that was like, I mean, that, yeah, that, I mean, that would have ended everything right there. He had no idea. Yeah. He sealed his own fate and his own death by saving him right there. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if the Romans would have been able to conquer everything as easily when like they were expanding you know, their empire yeah I don't know yeah well they conquered all the Greece the sort of been there what because the Persians sort of been there then so they would have probably 
fought against the Roman Empire. Well, they, I mean, they did towards the end, right? They started conquering. That's like what happened when the fall of Rome happened. Like that was the start of the Ottoman Empire, wasn't it? No. My way off on that. Because they felt like Constantinople. Yeah, the Ottomans were, were like way after. Well, what was, because um, Constantinople fell, that was like the other half of the Roman Empire that fell like a thousand years after the oh, Alexi. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Byzantine Empire, yeah, that was odd. You're right, yeah. Yeah, because that was like a thousand. yeah. So that, like, I guess back to my original point is that side of the Roman Empire had conquered some of what was like Alexander the Great's territory. Not that far. They didn't go that far. I think they went like pretty much the route you would take in order to sweep to get to North Africa because they conquered all of North Africa too. So it wasn't like yeah, they conquered yeah, they had much. It wasn't like they conquered much over there, but I think they went into Turkey and that was about it. Yeah, they didn't really go that far east, uh, I mean, or west, oh, east. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get those confused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't go that far east um, into, like, Alexander's territory, but they did go. Um, just because, like we said, um, just because they had to go to uh, North Africa, which... I mean, I guess smart, because it made travel, because once they conquered that, getting back to, and forth to Italy was probably so easy from North Africa, because it was right there. Yeah, I know, that's very true. And it was already like a decent state in um, Egypt from Alexander. So it's like Alexander kind of paved the way for a lot of the Roman building. So if Alexander never conquered that stuff, I don't know if the Romans ever would have ever existed. Yeah, he only went to, he only went to as far as, like, Egypt, and that was about as far. Yeah. Or where? Yeah. yeah. Or was it he Libya was. or something like that? Because he went to, like, some oasis place. I know that, but I don't know. You would know. Yeah, which is really weird, because, like, like, he was, like, conquering um, Alexander, or not Alexander, um, Darius, had, like, two good battles against him, and then all of a sudden just went south to Egypt just to see a, a, an oasis. I thought that was a really strange move, but... Yeah, and then... <laughs> did you ever read... Did you ever read the legend of, like, the Gordian Knot? Yeah. <laughs> where, where there was, like, a knot that was impossible to untie or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and how he solved it? You, he's just so funny. He's like... You just know, you're like, alright, that's just... That guy probably was super sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah, he was probably totally sarcastic because how he broke it was he just goes up with his sword and cuts it in half. <laughs> That's hilarious. Everyone has been mystified by this knot. They're like, no one can ever untie it. And he looks at it, pulls out his sword, cuts it, and it untangles. And people are like, uh, yeah. what the fuck? I wonder how much of that story is actually true. I think 100% true. Really? I think 100% true. Because I doubt he... I, I disagree with you on that. Really? Tell me why. I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, wasn't the whole legend behind that not, like, whoever can untie it is going to like, rule Asia or something like that? Is there, there, like, some story behind the Korean knot? Yeah, no, there was a myth behind it. Um, let me look it up. 
I actually do remember that. I do know that because there was like a who can whoever can untie it like gets some sort of powers, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, the legend said that whoever untied a knot would be king of Asia. Yeah, would conquer all of Asia. Also, it is claimed that like Zeus gave him many victories. Because of the of the knot, that's that's what I had in my notes from college. Yeah, and it was supposed to be untied by hand. Yeah. Yeah. So just the fact that that like that story tied together a little too well, it just sounds like. But here's why. Here's why that would make sense, right? Is because he was a sarcastic prick, and he just took another approach, and he cuts it with his sword, and that's why he does up conquering all of Asia. And that's why he doesn't give, like, you know, he doesn't get, he doesn't actually fulfill the prophecy. Yeah, yeah, like, I believe there's some truth to it in that, like, there was a, like, knot and then he just cut it. But, but we go all the way down to Egypt just for that, just so we fulfill something. No, but wasn't the Gordian knot, like, in North, it was, like, in the Northern Persian Army, wasn't it? Headed North to... Yeah, you headed north to Gordian. Gordian was oh, like... Oh, 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 okay, yeah, that's right. I just saw familiar. For some reason, I thought it was like down in Egypt. But no, he went down. to Egypt to, um, um, it was like Amon Oracle. Yeah, it was like Amon Oracle, which was near, um, something, I know exactly what you're talking about then. Like, he did go to a, an oasis over there because there was some sort of prophecy. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. 100%. Oasis of Siwa. Yeah. And that's like the farthest like, south into Egypt you went. Yeah. Because he went to visit Amon in Libya. So he went to Libya pretty much. That was about it. Like probably north. But yeah, he went there to as an oracle. Yeah, it was something like that. But he went to go visit this place. I know exactly what you're talking about. There was some sort of like oracle or something like that in like um, Fable. But I think what it was, I, I'll bet you what happened is he probably heard it, and he's probably somebody who really liked the whole legend and lore stuff, and he went to go check it out and saw it was nothing and left. Yeah. Because he was, like, already up there conquering Gaza. He conquered, um, it was, like, all the way down to Con- all the way down to Gaza, like, near Jerusalem and stuff was where the Persian Empire was, and he was just there, and he went and conquered the Nile because, like, why not? Because the Nile is like a massive source of water. Um, that delta is like it's probably rich with life. Yeah, it was probably just like a thing about like him being cocky to be like, oh yeah, all I'm a god and I'm gonna be a pharaoh. Yeah, and like he he probably was like in there at the because I'm looking at the map right now where it is like, Siwa and, like, where he was, and you're like, it's not that far. He probably heard some shitty fable, and he was like, all right, well, we're here, let's go check it out. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And then he went and checked exactly. it out, and then he was like, nope, and then he went all the way back. 
Yeah, because yeah. his route is like insane, dude. Hell yeah. It's dude. still a bold strategy just to like go down there just for shit and giggles. Yeah. All the way, so he gets in his battle of Isis, where he meets Darius, where Darius is actually at that battle, and then he goes like all the way down, and then he goes all the way to that Siwa place, and then comes back up, and then he goes once he gets back up, he starts like fighting him all the time too, Darius and all that. You know what I love too is he didn't actually ever he didn't actually capture Darius, and what, uh, and like one of Darius's generals. Uh, stabs him and kills him, and then when Alexander finally yeah. catches that general, like a year later, he kills him for <laughs> for murdering an emperor for like treason. I never heard that story before. That's hilarious. <laughs> he, he ends up making him. Uh, he ends up like killing him for treason. It was like for killing an emperor and stuff like that. It was so funny. But that, that's the other thing too. Is like he's kind of like honorable. Like he, he's actually like an honorable. I guess, like, in the sense of, like, battle, how you would think, like, the Starks are honorable. Like, they're not going to stab you in the back. They're going to... They will fight you, but they're going to kill you in, you know, a normal way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. She was honorable, but, like, over time, you could see she was getting, like, more and more of just do whatever it takes to win. Yeah, I guess he did become more of a Lannister at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, so... Uh, well, and then he ends up doing all that. He conquers all that, dies at the end. He conquered so much land. I would imagine everybody who is listening should definitely go read up on him if we haven't told you anything. We just ranted for about an hour and a half. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this man is a legend. I'm telling you right now, he is a, he's a savage. Um, when his father died, he rushed without hesitation sent people to assassinate um you know his his people who try to rise to power he did anything for victory um towards the end of his life and uh, i would definitely just go read about him he is an interesting person a complete savage and um very entertaining so um i i know it's kind of coming to an end it was kind of abrupt but um you know, I think we've said all we can say now <laughs> about Alexander the Great yeah. in one breath. Um, but AJ, thank yeah, you so much. much yeah. Oh my God, yeah, dude, this man was unbelievable. Um, but um, AJ, I would like to thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. I definitely cannot wait to have you back on. Um, I would like to do another history yeah. topic with you. Maybe we can talk about the Roman Empire or something like that. Um, I don't know. We'll. Uh, go to the war room about that and see what we got. Um, but that thank you again. Yeah, dude, I appreciate it. This was easy. This was a great time. Uh, I was very excited for this episode. So um, thank you for coming on, and uh, I can't wait to do this again. All right, thank you. All righty. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I do have a question for you, actually. This is how I want to end my show every time before I go. All right. Um, okay. So this is a, a would you rather. Um, would you rather have served as Alexander the Great's general or Julius Caesar's? That's a good question. 
should I do of justice instead? Must be Julius. <laughs> it's gotta be Julius. Gotta be Julius. Yeah. And Alexander. Yeah, that's a good one. Probably Alexander. Probably gonna be because Augustus was more of the conqueror. Julius was like probably he's more like King Philip. I feel like. Um, yeah. But. Um, that's yeah. a very good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say. I probably would go Alexander the Great too because just you you would have so many stories. You would have so many stories. Oh yeah. Like, I would just love just to get kids stronger than one thing. Yeah, I I mean if I yeah. could party from anyone in history, I think I would party with Alexander. Yeah. I'm I mean I don't know that you can disagree with that. Look what he did I mean, how many drunken yeah. nights have you had where you gone out and burned us? City to the ground. Not one so far. <laughs> exactly. He's, you don't know what to expect with him. So yeah, I would agree with yeah. that. But um, alrighty. Well, thank you, man, for uh, you know stopping by. I really do appreciate it. Uh, take it easy and have a, a great rest of your day. And um, you know, works tomorrow. But uh, hopefully, I get to see you guys soon too over there in Florida. Yeah, I see it comes down. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta make a trip soon. So, alrighty. All right. All right. Hey, take it easy, brother. Bye.